Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 172 uh, of Dude and a Monkey. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Ian Lang, hello. Uh, and this week, uh, we're going to cover uh, the... We've got, we've, got, we've got an ordinary show. We've got a, a some trailer talk, a feature review of The Shallows, uh, and a little bit of what we've been watching. Uh, I don't think we've actually had any questions, uh, which naughty listeners. Yeah, uh, and um, we'll, 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 we'll tangent a little bit, probably, so... Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an ordinary format show. Um, so, yeah... Anything to add in before we start delving into to what's been going on? Well, it's been a week of ups and downs. My 4K player broke over the weekend. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, fucking... Like, when I got it, I was already a little bit dubious because the security seal would, it was ripped. It was like, hmm, okay. So I'd always had it in the back of my mind that this, this is just a fucking refurb. This is a refurb. And lo and behold... Discs started crashing last week, and then this last week, and I, I'd have to pull the power out and then pull it back in again, and then did that, and then no picture, and just a flashing red light. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. Pull out the HDMI, put it back in, and it's just a wall of colours. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Try a different HDMI, no use. Red light flashing, what the fuck? So, <laughs> fair play. I emailed the people. I was like, look, I've got this problem. I'll be honest with you. And actually, no, at the time, I actually emailed them saying, I'm not very happy about the fact that the security seal was broken when I got this. And they were like, all right, you know, if you've got any issues, let us know. And then I've got an issue. What are you going to do? So they said, we can have a refund or a replacement and we'll pay for the shipping. I was like, good, because I'm not fucking paying for the shipping. Um, and I was just like, right, I'm not having a replacement because you're just going to do this again. Um, so I don't trust you. So there was like refund and fair play to them. They're like, yeah, fine. Here's a royal uh, parcel force tracking label. We'll get it. It's fine. It's all good. So that was a down. Now an up somehow. And I've got a feeling this might change. Zabby had in stock today the two terabyte Xbox One S, which was supposed to be out of stock everywhere because it was a limited edition. Mm. And they had it back in stock today. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do that. Maybe it was just like they had some stock that was for people and their cards declined or something. So they, okay. they, yeah, so it was like, great. So ordered one of those. All day it's been saying a waiting stock pick, but it also says they're not, it, it's always said they're not expecting to dispatch it until tomorrow anyway. So that's like, okay, fine. So... There we go. That's all good. Also in up, uh, for those who have been listening to Chinchurika vs. Punter, Mike has been talking about Gear VR. I literally today got a Gear VR. Oh, all right. You've got it now. Yes, I have it. They shipped it to my dad's address. My dad died a year ago this week, so that wasn't going to happen. Don't know how it happened, but fine. Amazon, very good of them, just said, right, yeah, fine. We'll recall that delivery. We'll get it out to you, no problem. So, got it. Uh, fiddled about with it for about 10 minutes, and it's, yeah, that shit's crazy. So, is that like the... So, so I, you're going to have to explain this, because I'll be completely honest. I have no idea how this thing fucking works. Okay, so basically, I don't know... It, 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 essentially, Oculus, which is the VR company uh, that was bought by Facebook, 
um, oh, yes. partnered with Samsung. Samsung basically got them on to develop a virtual reality solution for their phones. Yeah. So this works with the S6, S6 Edge, S7, S7 Edge, the new Note coming out next month, and I believe the Note 4. So it's basically a phone strapped to your face. Yeah, it's like goggles, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so when you when you've got the goggles on without the phone, it just it just looks like two weird lenses. But you strap the phone on, and it's just like all of like all around you VR. I've got no idea how they do it. It's magic. <laughs> um, and it's it's pretty impressive. I mean, it's. The, the screen resolution is, you know, it's obviously not photo real, and it feels like the Oculus Rift is probably a, a, a lot higher fidelity. But BBC Sport have got an app at the moment where they've taken a bunch of 360 footage of the Olympics, and there's yeah. daily highlights, and you can watch like sessions and stuff. And I was, I was just watching a bit of the floor gymnastics, and it's like you're just sat there. You can look all around you, and like. Below you, where, like, obviously the tripod wow. is, it's just got, like, um, the name of the competitor. But you can look up and you can, and you, like, look around 360 and see all the people. And, yes, it's video and you can tell it's video, but it's incredibly immersive. So it's not like, it's not like, like, let's say you're watching, well, let's say you're watching that, but the, the, the closure, if you turn your head to the, to the left, you see what's at the left rather than the, the just the front of the screen following you. Yeah. Ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, like, if you're in a swivel chair, you could spin around and literally just spin around, like, almost in Rio. Ah, it's, 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 it's essentially like 360 TV. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, like, Netflix, there's a Netflix app for it where... You're basically just sat in this really nice, like, log cabin (laughs) with a big fuck-off Netflix screen in front of you, which is mad. Um, And uh, I just, Donna just had a little play with it, with a great white shark demo thing. And it's surreal. Um, I mean, it doesn't, if you stand up and walk about, it can't track that, like the other VR stuff, like the... HTC Vive and the PlayStation VR and Oculus Rift, they, they do positional tracking. This doesn't do that. It is just head tracking. Yeah. But it's very that's, fun. Well, that's it, isn't it? It, it, it? it is one of those things. Like you say, it, it's it's a fun kind of... It, it's a toy, essentially. Yeah. But then again, yeah. you know, it's a cool toy. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. It's like we're, we're going away for the, for the weekend and seeing some friends and... I'm going to take it with me and like one of them's like the, the husband he's quite a kind of a gamey kind of techie kind of person and there's this game I've heard about which I can't wait to try called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes <laughs> which is a great title for a game and what it is is one one person has the headset on and there's a bomb in front of them and it, it's a bomb like with randomly generated bits on and then the people without the headset on, you download. You could download like a 30-page instruction manual. That's like a bomb diffusing manual. And then the person with the headset on can't see that, and they have to describe what they're seeing. And then the people without the headsets on have to look through the manual. Like so, nightmare. Kind, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
That sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so the person's describing it, and then the people like with the manual. I, I, to be fair, I'm thinking like in October when I when when I come up to York for the night before Manchester, I'll probably bring it with me. Yes. And we could just have a drunken night of bomb bomb dif- uh, diffusal. <laughs> yes, I'm up for that. You know, and it's it's cool because even like um, it's even, if you if you wear glasses, you can put it on and. There's a focus thing, so you don't have to wear glasses unless your eyes are completely out of whack, in which case you'd have to wear contacts. But otherwise, there's a focus thing. And it, it, like I was testing the focus, and it's pretty wide-ranging. It's um, I, I mean, I, I got this one for 65 in the end. I, I, I had a, a birthday money, so I was like, sod it, why not? And, um, yeah, it's really, really interesting. Well, that's it. If, you know, it's one of those things. If you can get sixty-five quid's worth of fun out of it, it it's easily worth it. Mm. I, I could see me just having a lot of fun with it. And there's a lot of stuff that's for free. Like there's some sort of Suicide Squad thing that they they've released for it that was free that I'm looking forward to trying. And there's an Avengers thing um, which was free as well. So it's like short little fun experiences. Looks like what it's about. And yeah, I'm game. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, no fun stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds 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 good. So, 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 are you getting a new 4K player the next day, Kit? Well, the the Xbox One S oh, is a 4K player. So. Yes, it is. Of course, it is. Yeah. And and um, I mean, like, to be fair as well, like they just announced the uh, lower capacity models, like how much they're going to be. Mm. Two fifty gets you a five hundred gig one. Two fifty for a 4K player. That's not bad, is it? You know, like, Jesus Christ, that Panasonic one I got, like, six months ago was 600. Yeah, it's crazy how much they've come down already. And it's a games console. I don't, like, I don't know how the standalone manufacturers are going to be able to compete with that kind of shit. They're not, really. It's a little bit like what happened when Sony released the uh, PS3, and that became the Blu-ray player to buy. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But I, it just, yeah, but, um, yeah. Uh, a, a, you know, ups and downs. <laughs> that the 4K player thing, man. I was just like, "You are actually fucking kidding me." <laughs> like Lottie was watching Finding Nemo, which she suddenly really got into over the last couple of weeks. Since I took her to saw Finding Dory, and even though she didn't last the whole thing, now all she wants to watch is Finding Nemo. Ah, that's cool. You know, but it was like it stopped. So I was like, "I'll get the Blu-ray player from upstairs." Yeah, you know, it's just ah. Oh. First world problems, but hey. Anyway. It, 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 is, it is, but they're still problems. Yeah, <laughs> fucking pain in the arse. Um, okay, Ian, uh, what, what trailers have you been watching uh, this week? Okay, new Star Wars Rogue One trailer. Yes, please. Um, I, I want it in my face. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Um, Apart from... They didn't need the, the Darth Vader bit at the end. Uh, I don't know why, but that kind of irked me a oh, lot. It's just for the fucking mainstream audiences. It is, but saying, it, it just, it's not it, episode eight. But look, Darth Vader's in it. Yeah, it's just going to irk me a little bit because I was going, do you know what? Yes, I, I like I like the fact that this, it feels like a Star Wars movie, but it feels like it's something a little bit different. It's I, I, I like that. I, I, I'm well on board with this. It looks great. And then drop that, it's like, oh, did you really need that? Mm. Did you really need that? It, it, was, it was like they kind of went, oh, fuck it, we've got to put it in. Like, no, you didn't have to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's exciting enough. That's fair. Um, 
Yeah, so ba 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 bum. Uh, also, uh, God, what was that? Allied, the new Robert Zemeckis film. That's Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Oh, the, that looks like they don't have enough footage to make a trailer, but they make one anyway. Yeah, it's like a minute long, <laughs> and, and it barely gets to get gets across the point of the film. Um, yeah, yeah, no, interesting. Um, so there's that. Um, I watched the teaser for the trailer of Arrival, but I've noted the new Denny Vienna film, but I've just realised I've seen a new trailers out for that. Yes, uh, the new, the, what did you think of the teaser? Hey, very interested. Yes, well, the, the full trailer will make you even more interested. Uh, I was I was almost edge of seat on the uh, full trailer. Oh really? Oh, yeah, and I, I, I wasn't I wasn't that interested in the the teaser. I was like, oh, oh all right, I'm interested because of who's making it, but that didn't do it for me. And then the trailer after it was like. Okay, yes, now I'm very interested. Yes, all right, okay, that sounds good. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, and actually, do you know what? I think that's it. Uh, I've caught a couple of other ones. Uh, so, The Good Neighbour, um, the James Caan kind of um, genre pick. Um, seems like two kids uh, decide to play, not a prank, but they decide to do an experiment. Um, they go into the crazy guy who lives on their block's house, and they set up a load of uh, cameras and a load of kind of like traps in the idea to try and convince this guy, uh, played by James Khan, that he's um, being haunted. And that's the whole kind of idea, is that they okay. can film and show that, look, he, he's, he, he thinks he's being haunted and it's not, it's just us dicking about with him. Uh, but he never seems to react to, to anything that's going on. Like, it just isn't happening, it would seem. <laughs> or if a window starts sort of banging and stuff like that, he'll just go up to it and just pull the window out and throw it out of the way, and just throw it away or something nice. like that. And everything just doesn't seem quite normal. Uh, it, do you know what it looks like? It looks like a solid, do you know what? I'll watch that on Netflix. Okay, cool. Uh, it looks, it looks, it looks like a film that even if it's six out of 10, you'll still kind of enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, that's sounds all right. Uh, Hidden Figures, the um, true story of uh, some of the uh, mathematicians that worked on the um, NASA space mission to send a man to the moon, um, and the mathematicians that worked on it happened to be women, uh, and they also happened to be black. Uh, and it, it's it's kind of pushing that angle a lot. It looks like an interesting story, um, and it looks like it could be a fairly entertaining movie that I'll... I'll watch, but I won't be rushing to watch. It's one of those. Mm. Um, I think the final one is the... Oh, When the Bow Breaks, the uh, Morris Chestnut film, which just looks fucking awful. <laughs> well, Morris Chestnut isn't exactly a sign of quality. He's not, no. Um, I, I, the thing is, it, it's, it's billed. He's got top billing. How the fuck does Morris Chestnut get top billing on something? Oh, he's sleeping with someone. <laughs> he is. Um... It seems like the the crux of the film seems to be Morris Chestnut starts seeing this woman. Her daughter develops a bit of an obsession with him. Um, there you go from there. Okay. So yeah, so yeah, so that's trailers. I don't think uh, yeah, that's everything I've seen to be honest. Uh, oh no, sorry, uh, I also want for Lights Out. I think which we are actually covering next week, aren't we? Yeah, boy, I yeah, inter- I'm interested. Damn it. Do, yeah, do you know what? So am I. Mm. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I saw the trailer uh, before The Shallows and was very much of the opinion of, yeah, okay, I'm on that. also saw the new uh, trailer for Hell and High Water on the uh, big screen and 
Fuck, that looks like a good movie. Yeah, I forgot. That looks like a really good movie. Yeah, I forgot that's from the guy who um, wrote um, wrote Sicario. Um, yeah, Taylor Sheridan, Sheridan, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, and directed by uh, David McKenzie, isn't it? Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, why not, man? I, well, yeah, I, I read a review of it, um, and it just it basically said that it, it's quietly probably the best film of the year. <laughs> And nobody seems to be talking about it. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's yeah, that's pretty much where it seems to be. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, me too, absolutely. I'm sure we'll be covering it on the on the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll get to our feature review then. Uh, sort of the Shallows, uh, the Juan Clara film uh, starring Blake Lively and a CGI shark. Um, and well, a CGI seagull. I would think the seagull is probably CGI, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's a very well-behaved seagull. It is a very well-behaved seagull, yes. Um, yeah, um, story essentially is uh, Blake Lively um, character, uh, which I also forget her name, actually, Nancy Adams, uh, goes to a beach that uh, she doesn't know the name of, um, but it's a beach in Mexico in Tijuana that her mother went to when she found out she was pregnant with her. We find out, I remember all spoilers all the time, guys, that, but I think this is even in the trailer, uh, that her mother has recently died. Uh, it is heavily implied it was of cancer. Um, and so she's gone there because it, it, in the family, it's like, it's their beach, despite the fact that only her mother's ever been there. And she goes there to kind of surf and to get her head around everything that goes on, except she gets attacked by a shark and marooned on a mini little rock uh, in sort of 200 yards away from the shoreline, so she can see the shoreline, but she can't get there because Mr. Shark's just circling around, occasionally bumping a whale. Uh, so, Ian, uh, what did you think of The Shallows? I liked The Shallows, Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, lean, mean. Pretty... Eight, 86 minutes. That'll do. Mm. Fucking nasty at moments. Um, and yeah, uh, looks great. I think Blake Lively is actually really good in it. Um, and yeah, it's not one that I think is going to linger particularly long in the memory. But, and you know, the. the Wame Colette Sarah is not exactly a man known with, uh, like, synonymous with quality, <laughs> despite The Magnificent Orphan. Um, yes, Orphan is a very good movie, yeah, uh, but Orphan. he also did the House of Wax remake. He did, he yeah. did. Orphan is fucking mental. I remember Orphan watching that with Donna and just laughing my arse off. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, uh, it, it, so it was interesting to see him break away from Liam Neeson. and. Yes, because he's returning to Liam Neeson next year, isn't he? Oh, what's he doing with Liam Neeson next year? I think it's called like the conspiracy or something. Oh, like that, that sounds about right. Good stuff. All right. Well, no, I, I, but I do look forward to that. But yeah, no, it, this is, this is, this feels like a, I'm gonna just go down and dirty and have some fun with this shit kind of film. And uh, good on it. I, yeah, no, I, I, I had a great deal of fun with this. Uh, a great deal of fun. And yeah. There you go. What did you think? I, I, I bet you fucking loved it. I, I did. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, the great thing about it is I'm terrified of the sea and, and water and things like that. So just already the fact that it's set at the sea, it, it's kind of like that's the that's the horror of it is it's it's there. It's already got me because I am just scared of those things. Uh, and I, literally as we came out, I said, this is why I don't go in the sea. 
because things like that happen all of the time. There's never a movie where it's just the scene, it's all nice. It's always bad and wrong and there's evil things. Everything in it is trying to kill you. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Same as you. It's 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 punchy. Um, it's This type of movie should never uh, be more than, um, than, than sort of 90 minutes. And it isn't. It's 86 minutes. Gets in, gets its shit done. There's a few moments where you go, eh, really? A couple, but not as many as as you might think. Blake Lively carries it very, very well. Um, there's some gnarly kind of oh, I don't want to look, don't want to look, don't want to look of those moments uh, within it, which, which I'm sure we'll get to soon. Um, and yeah, it's um, there's a a constant sense of sort of threat with the the shark being there. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. To be honest, I think it's it, it's it's a well kind of executed movie. It's not doing anything new, but it's like we we say quite a lot on here. You don't necessarily have to do something new. You you just have to do something that that really well is is just as good as trying to do something highly original. Is if you do something that's already been done, but you do it really really well. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. You know, this is not aiming for high art. It is looking to tell a gruey story, which um, you know has some good emotional heft to it as well. Mm. And I like that. You know, it's eighty minutes long, but it does spend a good bit of time on character at the start. Um, and that, yeah, you know, and you you like her. By the time this all starts, you like her. You're not willing for her to die, and it's not dumb blonde woman does dumb shit it's very capable emotionally damaged woman does actually pretty smart shit yeah you know and and, and goes through stuff you know I, and I, I yeah I, I have a lot of time for that it's not pretty young things getting killed off um, which one I collect Sarah with House of Wax was certainly guilty of yes yeah, that, that's exactly it. It's, it's um, like you say, she's she's very signed, kind of confident, and she's very confident in herself. And there's no, there's no big ah moment. It's just you know, she's she's very aware of right shit. I, what do I do? I wait for somebody to come, and then once it's nobody's come. I need to do something to get the fudge out of here. Uh-huh. Um, and by the kind of end of it, you're kind of looking at it going, could, could everything stop being so mean to Blake now? Because it's yeah. just getting silly. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, I mean, that, that, yeah, that's exactly it. And, I mean, when it gets harsh, it's harsh. Yeah. Like, the fucking, what's it, like, the, the thing that she's got stuck in her, and then she just takes it out, and it just starts, like, the blood starts just coming out like it's a geyser, like just down her. And it's like, fuck, yeah. I, fuck it. Oh, wow. I don't think I really needed to see that. No, uh, yeah. And then when she, when she needs to kind of patch herself up, she uses the only thing she's got kind of to her hand, which happens to be her earrings. Oh my God. <laughs> that was, that got me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Gnarly. Gnarly. I, I was watching thinking, oh, I wonder how he has to call this. He's not good with body horror. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, 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 but the thing is, it's it's blood. Yeah. The, the body horror oh. thing is like when, like, I don't know, some worm from another dimension... Crawls like, into somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and that that kind of thing bothers me. This, the more real-world stuff, I'm actually... Don't get, don't get me wrong, I didn't jack off while I was watching this or anything, but I was, I, you know, I, I was better with it. Yeah. It, it, but, yeah, it was... That was... It, I, there's... 
there's some kind of yeah, like you said, there's some kind of gnarly moments in there that kind of take you by surprise a little bit. You're not really expecting it to be that grim at points. Mm, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, the, the thing is, there's not an awful lot to say about it, really. There, there's there? not, no. Um, <laughs> like, I've been, I've been thinking all like since we said we we're going to cover it, and since I watched it. What are we actually going to talk about? Well, that's it. If it was bad, there'd be more to talk about. Because you could say, why did they do this? And why did they do this? And why did she do that? But she doesn't actually make any real kind of mistakes. She does everything that she should probably do. Um, but there's moments like the moment where she fires the first flare and it just kind of goes down and you go, oh, come on. Fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, give the poor girl a break. Yeah. Um, and you know moments like that work the um, the whale when she crawls out of that the first time and she's and you're like oh god really that's that's just wrong yeah <laughs> like yeah. Uh, yeah and it, it's it is like you say there's not a great deal to say because it, it's it's just a really entertaining movie to be honest it's 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 a genre pick and but it's done kind of really really well and like you say there's nothing really that kind of glaringly wrong with it it ticks along as it's supposed to and it, it's it's a good time good a good sort of 90 minutes to spend with agreed like you say it won't live in the memory it, it, weirdly it's fairly reminiscent of something like buried the uh ryan reynolds movie yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Simple, simple premise. Yeah. Some emotional stuff there, but not absolutely all comp- all encompassing. And it just, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely, I agree. Finish watching it and you go, that was a really good movie. I really like that. But you probably never watch it again. I probably will watch The Shallows again because it, it, it's it's that type of movie that I could quite easily stick on on a fucking Wednesday night and watch and go in like a year's time and go, yeah, fuck it, why not? I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they've already announced the 4K Blue for it because it's Sony and pretty much everything new they release gets That'll look very nice in 4K. And that will look amazing. So when it's a tenor, I'm all over it. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I'll, yeah, it, yeah, because it will look very nice. It does look very nice. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, it's a definitely not shit from me. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely not shit. It's, uh, I don't know, like, it, it hasn't been the best summer in absolute fairness. Uh, so it, it, it was it was a, a very pleasant surprise to have this be as good as it was. Yeah, and it, it, it's strange because it, it's kind of done really, really well. I think it had like because Louis Leterrier was originally going to direct this. Can you imagine how horrible it would have been there? To that. Yeah, it, it literally would have just been just shots of her chest for eighty-six minutes, and then like three minutes of story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's done like seventy odd million off like seventeen million budget. Good, good. Which is you know thoroughly deserved. Um, it's 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 just ever so slight tangent. It has been a summer for horror at uh, at the box office, which is weird. Yeah, um, it has. It it it's, it ticks on quite nicely. What did the Conjuring two was it? Oh, did... nearly a billion, according to me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like the. I mean yeah. The, um, hang on, because I was just looking at Lights Out because that. Production budget four point nine million worldwide so far ninety eight million. I mean that's Whoa. that's ridiculous. That's ninety eight million. Yeah, that's insane. I, I, I'm looking at box office mojo. That's not me just being an idiot. Um, yeah, The Conjuring two forty million dollar budget three hundred and eighteen million worldwide. Um, 
the shallows. What's that done so far? Um, 76. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. So, 17 and a half, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's been... It's been a strong year. And the thing is that so far, that the Shallows was good. Uh, I enjoyed, We both enjoyed the country in two, I think, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Um, and, you know, we're doing Lights Out next week. Um, it, that, it's been a that, good year. That Don't Breathe, the Stephen Lang blind yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I like the look of that, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's supposed to be pretty fucking solid. Comes out in a couple of weeks in the US. You know, it's... Um, yeah, but, when I saw the, the trailer, because I did actually see the trailer for that this week, when I saw the trailer for that, and it was like, oh, you know, it's this guy and he's blind brain, and I thought, is that Stephen Lang? Yeah, man. I thought, do you know what? You don't fuck with Stephen Lang. No, you don't. Nobody Stephen fucks with him. I, I, thought, I thought, do you know what? I will watch that. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. I, it, it, yeah, I mean... I don't know, it's weird, because we are quite down on horror a lot of the time, but at the moment, I'm more down on indie horror than I am on, main, on like mainstream release horror, which is yeah, weird. It is, yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree. Story on that, there's, there's some this very solid sort of mainstream horror, but I, I think part of that is because we're getting sort of like, sort of mini little production companies, uh, like Bloomhouse and people like that, are kind of throwing a little bit of money behind it and going, do you know what? We're not... We we might lose a little bit occasionally. We'll make steady money, and every so often we might make a load of money. Mm. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. But I mean, like in this the summer that everyone is saying is like one of the worst summers in recent memory, mm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, horror seems to have actually been a bit of a, a bright spot, and isn't isn't that fucking surreal? Like, when does that ever bloody happen? Um, I mean, I, I suppose, like, moving away from the Shallows, which I think we are, I, I, like, just talking I'll about... Quickly just uh, give the uh, feature review poll we did. Uh, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, off seven votes, I'm guessing not a lot of people went to see this, which is quite strange, because my screening was in one of the big screens at View, and it was busy. Right. Um, uh, but, yeah, um, but then I, I think that's because they just they didn't realise it was a 15, so they were just literally letting anybody in. Okay. Um, Definitely not shit, 29%. Touching cloth, 57%. And shit, 14%. Um, so, not as positive as we were, but... Yeah, uh, that's surprising. But okay, no, fair enough. Bad. That's fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, like, now that the summer is, you know, it's pretty much done, really, isn't it? And, I mean... Yeah, no, there's a, there's a, is there a, a movie out now? I don't think there is, is there? What's no. the What's the, bank, the August Bank Holiday film? Oh, fuck. Hang on. The Mechanic Resurrection. Yeah, and there's um, there's the what is it one? The new Todd Phillips one, isn't there? Oh, uh, War Dogs. Dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that. But they're not like big. They're not like big temple blockbusters. Is there, is there even one? Oh, we're missing no, one. No, I mean like to be fair, like the, I don't know. The biggest release in the, the UK for the rest of the month is the David Brent film. I'd say. Oh, really? I, I genuinely, I, 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 I was. Every time I see like a trailer or a little teaser thing at the cinema, I look at it and I think, why? Who 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 is watching this? And then I hear people go laughing and I think, oh, it's just not me then. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's everybody else but me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, next week it's pop star never stop never stopping and the purge election year. Uh, you know, and and then we're into September, so. Fucking hell, we're into September. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's that, that's when the kind of like the the 
September's when the movies that the studios don't quite think have got the gravitas to pull in awards. I don't know, Sausage Party's out on the second. Yeah. (laughs) But we'll probably make up a lot of the lists that people make of the best films of the year happen sort of usually between September and November. Mm. Oh my God, bloody hell. I mean, like just looking at the 9th of September, Captain Fantastic, Don't Breathe, Hell or High Water and Kubo and the Two Strings. Yeah. Those are four films I really want to see. Yeah. Shit. I might use the old we're going away the week after, so could I maybe do a double film? <laughs> I'll happily see two of those. Happily. Which ones? Whichever ones. Hell and Water and another one. Oh, nice. Oh, happily. yeah. No, I see what you mean. Yeah, so, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, like, I think, generally, I think we've been positive this summer. I, yeah, I've not seen anything that I've outright hated. I, 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 I just think that it's been there's been no sort of standout that's a nine out of ten movie. Yeah, I, I, I remember people saying this last year. To be honest, well, you had Fury Road last year though. Yeah, I think a lot of people were you know were, 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 were very gushing over that, but I do think that I think that the problem is these what tends to happen I think now is the the momentum starts for these movies so far in advance. That it's almost like the the the, the road show and everything, the build and everything like that is just to get that that opening box office, to get that weekend, it's to get fucking bums on seats. It, essentially, it is a vastly overblown version of look. As long as they can cut a good two minute trailer and give a good poster, it don't matter what the film's like because we want bums on seats. It, it it's that now, and I think that the that people are going in so amped up for something that when it isn't absolutely perfect yeah. they go well that was shit like, no it wasn't a 9 out of 10 movie it doesn't mean it, 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 it's shit but it, it just gets slung on the pile of well, that was shit that was shit that was shit I didn't like that that was shit and it's a bit like April saying oh it was a, it was a disaster you know Suicide Squad was shit and Warcraft was shit and I'm thinking well you know I know that through that squad split people sort of 70-30. I thought it was all right, but Warcraft I thought was perfectly all right. You know, I, I, I'm looking forward to watching Warcraft again. I'm looking forward to watching Warcraft again. 4K Blu-ray, mate, I'm fucking all over it. Genuinely, I am all over that 4K and Blu-ray. It, it'll look fucking great. And yeah. do you know what? I have a feeling like Warcraft is one of those movies in a few years' time that people will go, do you know what? We didn't give that a chance. It was actually quite good. I, I, I really liked it. Yeah. And it'll be like, you fucking didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I am looking forward to people when Duncan Jones makes Mute and it's amazing. People are going to be like, well, I always like Warcraft. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. So that, that's the thing, though, man. I mean, like, I, I really, really like Civil War as well, you know. Yeah, I like Civil War as well. So, you know, and, but, I mean, I mean, what else we had? Star Trek Beyond was solid. Solid, yeah, good. You know, um, the Conjuring Two was so- really, like, really solid. I thought. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, fuck, was X Men Apocalypse? Yeah, fine, not great. That was pretty shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but you, know, you know, we expected that to be shit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Independence Day Resurgence, I had fun with it. Perfectly all right. You know, I, I just like you say, there's not not really been anything that's completely blown your balls off. I mean, Civil War did for me, but I was pissed. So I'm I'm ready for that to be lesser on a rewatch. Yeah, I, I, that now. And I I I really liked Civil War. I I was 
more shocked by how much I liked Civil War more than I actually liked it. So I could watch it. I, when I watch it again, I'm looking at it going, right, is it going to still have me go, coming out and going, yeah, do you know what? Really liked it. Or am I going to go, yeah, the problems are now appearing a little bit brighter to me. <laughs> so I don't know, but I'm, I, but I'm still looking forward to re-watching it. Um, nice Guys was fantastic. Oh, my God, The Nice Guys. It's just because you don't think of that as a summer film. But, yeah, yeah. totally. The Nice Guys, my favourite film of the year so far, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so that, that's the thing, is it, it seems to be everyone's going, oh, it was a terrible summer, it's been a terrible year so far. Because, what? Because you didn't like Warcraft, which you already weren't going to like. Mm-hmm. Civil War was was good. I, I, I didn't hear anybody bitching and moaning about what I was on. So what you're saying is that it was because... Warcraft, Independence Day, um, X-Men was shit. Well, well, X-Men is flogging a fucking dead arse nowadays. Yeah. Warcraft wasn't shit. Yeah. And Independence Day was, you know, I can see why some people didn't like it. But it really is just Independence Day game, but bigger with a really small ending. Yeah. It's a weird one. Oh, Ghostbusters was great. Ghostbusters was fucking great, yeah. Yeah. If Independence Day, right, what people seem to be bitching and moaning about with Independence Day is a little bit like, hang on a minute, you're the exact same people who were complaining and were saying that 2012 was shit. (laughs) But you're saying that you want Independence Day every 2012. Well, do you know what? Just go watch 2012. It's on Netflix and it's two and a half hours long. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it does feel a little bit like that. It's Everyone's looking to next year and going, oh, well, next year we've got the new Fast and Furious movie. We've got the new whichever Marvel one is it. Uh, which one is it Guardians, next year? Guardians 2 and Spider-Man. Guardians 2 and Spider-Man. Uh, so it's those. And it, it seems to be that everyone's... Already going, well, they're shit, but look at what we've got next year. And then the year after that will be shit. And then it, it's, I don't, I don't know. It, it's always the same. Every year you always hear the same little group of people saying, oh, I don't think it's been a very good year for film. It's like, no, you've just not watched the right fucking films. Yeah. That's exactly right. Exactly. So, yes, so that was The Shallows. <laughs> Ian, uh, what have you been watching? Because you've put some interesting stuff this week, haven't you? Yeah, I? so um, actually, I'll, I'll talk about a couple of this summer's kind of blockbustery type films, actually. So, um, yeah, I, I, I went and saw Pete's Dragon. And there's really, really good things about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the I, thing. I, wanted, I wanted to go and see it uh, yesterday, because I was there off yesterday, but I just ended up having too much to do and, and couldn't go, which was. I was, I was really about to be honest mm. i yeah i the thing is i didn't have to go and see this but it's just like saturday i usually go and see a film on a saturday what, like why not you know i'll give it a go so it's directed by david i written and directed by david lowry who did um ain't them body saints um yeah. which is a weird choice to then do disney but then again the guy who did listen up philip and um Fucking uh, the queen of something. The um, oh, fuck queen of earth. I think it is the. Oh um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. He, that guy's doing the uh, uh, writing the new Winnie the Pooh film. So yes. you know, that, you know these things happen. So yeah, Pete's Dragon. Um, story. Um, 
yeah, great cast. Robert Redford, Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, Carl Urban, and um, some really solid kid actors whose names I can't remember. That, but so sorry, kids. Um, so I'm going to talk about the opening five minutes. So if anyone really doesn't want to know about Pete's Dragon, like just skip this bit. Film opens. Uh, Pete is in a car with his parents. His parents are talking to him lovingly. They love him. They're going on an adventure. Deer walks across the road. Car flips. Parents dead. You don't see it, but parents dead. Pete gets out of car. Walks along. It walks along in forest, scared. Wolves come up to him. Almost attack him. Dragon comes along. Elliot the dragon protects him. Six years later, then the story starts. That first five minutes, I was I was already right. This film's got me in the palm of my fucking uh, of its fucking hand. Like I, I I will pretty much give this film a hand job now if it will just stop me from crying. Yeah, I, I I've heard that, that that it opens incredibly strongly. It it it, it feels it's not Disney contrived. What is it? It, it is just a really solid opening. It's, it's really subtle and. The kids in my screening did seem really into it. There was like there was one kid kind of talking, but I think he was just trying to he was finding it hard to understand what was going on. I think it was maybe a bit young. But the rest of the kids in my screening were really quiet. But the thing is, this film is subtle and mature and prizes character over action, which is really weird for a kids uh, for, for for a Disney kids film. Because there, there's plenty of character, but there's also plenty of action. Not a lot of action here. It's about the connection between Pete and his dragon and then also like his dragon realizing that Pete needs to be with his own kind. Yeah. And like, and Pete realizing that as well, that the base, there is a bad guy, but that bad guy has a sort of an arc. And by the end, he's not even really a bad guy anymore. He's just coming at things from a, from a, a an incorrect place and he realizes it. There's, you know, there's little in the way of narrative. It's all just about mood and character and emotion. And it's really quite something. I, I, like, I was, the fact that it doesn't have much in the way of incident, I think slightly does damage it. Just because, I don't know. Future watches, I could already see being like, I really like the character, but it would be nice if something more was going on. But the dragon, the CG is amazing. He just he feels there all the time, like he's hairy, and that which is in, an interesting choice, and it really works. Um, and just Pete with Elliot, I'm fucking, I'm actually kind of tearing up just thinking about it. Their interactions with each other, it is beautiful. But then also Bryce Dallas Howard, who kind of becomes like a surrogate mum to Pete through the film. The way she plays it is lovely. And then you've got Robert Redford in there, just kind of like smiling and being uh, aloof throughout. And it's wonderful. Oh, and Wes Bentley is actually really good in it as well, um, which, which is great. Um, fantastic facial hair, that man. He's always, he's always had fantastic facial hair. Oh, he's always done good facial hair, yeah, hasn't he? Yeah. 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 Um, 
it's just, it's quite something. It, it made less than a million in the UK on its debut weekend, which for a, a Disney film is not great. Um, but it did okay in the US. It did 25 million, which is okay. Only cost 60. I really hope it makes its money back. I really, really hope it makes its money yeah, back. Yeah, it had a bit of an upsurge, I think, this it, it, yeah. second week. It, it, it kind of, because it, it, it opened against Sausage Party and Suicide Squad in the US. Uh. You know, no matter what you say, it's going to struggle there a little bit. I think Lowry, isn't Lowry set to do the Peter Pan movie? Yeah, I think that's right. That will be fascinating. Yeah, that really will because it's a, like I say it's a fascinating choice to use to him because they're kind of they're doing like a they're, they're Disney are trying to kind of do a bit of a Peter Pan kind of world Neverland franchise essentially aren't they? They're going to do like a Tinkerbell movie and other things I think, uh, and he's doing the Peter Pan movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, that's that's a cool choice. I, I like I'm up for whatever Lowry is going to do now generally, but yeah, it, I, I, it, I'm interested to see him do more Disney, frankly. It, 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 it's interesting having a director who sort of cites like, uh, people like um, David Fincher and Paul Thomas Anderson and Sam Peckinpah um, as as his influences it, it is helming the Pete's Dragon remake and the, the new Peter Pan movie. It, it's really, it, it's a really interesting kind of, not only choice from Disney, um, it's also a really interesting choice from from him as a, from a career choice to kind of go out there and do something just really creative and you know to 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 look to tell these amazing stories you know that that exist out there and to say you know I'm not just gonna, I'm going to focus on telling great stories that don't have to be about you know miserable life things that can be about the little uh, joyous things yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah, totally, absolutely, man. I agree entirely. It's it's uh, it's a wonderful film. Oh, good. And do you know what? I'm I, I'm hopefully gonna get to go and see it next Monday because I'm really really quite interested by it because I watched the trailer and was like, yeah. Do you know what? I'm I'm alright with this. Yeah, do it, man. It's uh, it's a special little film. Fair play. Cool. Um. Okay, so uh, I won't talk as much about these, but uh, I also watched The Legend of Tarzan, the uh, David Yates film this year that isn't Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um, and uh, aggressively average. Um, <laughs> it, it just, it, it is the most, ah, film. Like, it's a three out of five because, you know, it's, 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 it's fine and it has moments. And it is kind of interesting that it is Tarzan after he's Tarzan, he's Lord Greystoke, and he goes back to the jungle. Ah. That's interesting. Um, but, and, you know, there's lots of monkeys in it, man. Like, I can't hate that. But, uh, it, yeah, I mean, it, whatever. It written by Craig Brewer. Yeah, it's great. It's really, yeah, co-written by Greg Brewer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think wasn't he originally slated to direct, but uh, they couldn't. He just couldn't get the budget. It sounds like it could be right. Yeah, because uh, I, I mean, I know they actually shelved development on this as well. Like, and then they got it going again. That might be when David Yates got involved. Um, yeah, yeah, I, it, it yeah, meh. <laughs> I, 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 it just, it's, it's, it's fine. Watch it on Netflix or Amazon Video in a year. Well, that'll be all right. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Angry Birds. See, see I, I, this is another one that I'm curious about because 
I, I think I said when when the trailer came out that I watched the trailer out of just pure curiosity of how terrible it looked and actually laughed a number of times during the trailer. Yeah. Uh, so I, and I already knew at that point. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that at some point. Like that. <laughs> yeah, not bad. It's not bad. It's funny. I'm I, stunned. It's funny. I'll take that. I, I'll actually. I'm. I'm. I'm quite looking forward to watching that now. Yeah. Um. Looks really nice. It actually does look really nice. Um. It's, it's, but, it's good voice cast as well. Yeah, man. Jason Stakis, Joss Gad, um, <laughs> Sean Penn. Um. <laughs> Sean Penn, dude. Sean Penn's voice in one of them. Yeah. You'll probably you'll probably know which one it is when you realise you're not hearing Sean Penn all that often, so I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like uh, Kate McKinnon, Maya Rudolph, Peter Dinklage, Phil Hader, good cast. Um, and the moral of the story is it's okay to be angry when appropriate, which yeah. is an interesting moral. And it works well. They managed to get the game stuff in it well. Um, the jokes for the adults aren't bad. And yeah, Lottie had a good time with it. I had a good time with it on two completely different levels, but yeah. So, cool. Angry Birds. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of stunned, really. It's just this. Because I know Kermode was even like, look, it's not amazing, but it's not nearly as bad as you think it's going to be going in. And that, that's it. I, I had fun with it. Um, if Lottie wanted to watch it again, fine, I'd sit with her and watch it. How long is it? Yeah, 97 minutes. Do you know what? If it's 97 minutes, it can't be that bad. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, it's... it's. I, I enjoyed it. It's just... I, I mean, like, the, the, the angry bird, uh, the Jason Sudeikis voice is... You know, he is just like, yeah, I'd be pissed off with that as well. He just says what everybody, everybody wants to say, if they were brave enough. But, <laughs> yeah, cool. Good on you. I, 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 I have no problems with this film. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it, actually. I'd watch it tonight, but I know that Becky will go, no. <laughs> so I'll watch it one day when she's not in, or I'll watch it one morning or something like that before work. Nice. And uh, one last one for me. I Oh, no, actually two. Uh, Rewatch Midnight Special, uh, which is still great. I think it maybe slightly loses something once you know what, what the destination is, but the journey is still very good. Yeah. Um, and I watched Airplane, uh, not for the first time. It's just it was on Netflix, and I don't know why I stuck it on, but I did. Um, it's fantastic in Airplane. Very, yeah, very, very funny. Um, I like my coffee black like my men from that kid. That, that never gets old. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar bit is yep. amazing. Just, like, the, like, the way the kid's needling him and, like, the way he's like, look, kid, you tell your dad. And then it just goes into it. it, it <laughs> And I, I really like as well when he's unconscious and you've only seen him with the like the pilot uniform on and like in, from his top all the way through it so far and then like they drag his body off and he's just got a basketball kit on underneath. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Lloyd uh, Bridge is just it absolutely nailed that movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean they all do to be fair. Um, yeah, I it, it's that film is fucking fun. Um, so yeah, airplane, and what probably the greatest after credits bit of all time as well. Oh, what is it again? Like with the guy that's in the taxi that Ted pulls up in originally, and it comes yeah. back to him every now and then during the film, and he's still waiting there, <laughs> and it, it, it's like he's still there. He's like, "Well, I'm going to give him ten minutes, and then that's it." <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. 
I, I need to watch that again soon because I've watched it in a couple of years. But it's you know it's one of those you can watch because it's easy if I, the, the jokes that land that you remember are still funny. Oh mate, yeah. And then the jokes that you've forgotten are, are, are just take you by surprise again. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. No, it's 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 great. It's on Netflix and yeah, brilliant. Cool. Um, and I'm just gonna pause just for a sec because I need to put some rice on. If yeah, always, man. Thanks, man. I'll be right back. One of those straight to VOD uh, picks that we get every now and again like this. Um, but it feels a little bit like two movies kind of slammed into one. The <laughs> um, whole story is that um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, plays uh, a character who works for Robert De Niro's um, character called The Pope, uh, who runs a casino boat. Uh, and he runs it, runs with an iron fist with, weird enough, Maurice Chestnut, we spoke about earlier. Uh, like, he's his kind of protege and his right-hand man. Uh, and the idea is that, that you, you don't steal from the Pope. If you steal from the Pope, you end up dead. Um, and Jeopardy Morgan's character needs $300,000 to get an operation for his daughter, who is um, dying, essentially. Uh, and he goes to uh, the Pope, and says, not the Pope, the Catholic leader, but the Daniel character in this movie, and says, you know, I need a loan. And it, it turns out that he was supposed to be De Niro's right-hand man, not Morris Chestnut, uh, but he turned it down because he fell in love with his blah, blah, all down that. And it's really generic and ticks along in those generic kind of boxes, Except Jeffrey Dean Morgan's really, really quite good in it. I mean, that's it's no shock that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's great in anything he does, and he should be in a lot more. But it's just, he's so much better than the rest of the film and the material. De Niro's great, actually, in it. Actually, it's, it's, a, it's one of his sort of better performances of this. And it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan and De Niro are clearly well above the, the material they're working with. Um, it's not De Niro delivering, like, um, that movie... I, it's got about three different names with um, John Cusack in, where he's, he's not good in that, to be honest. Mm. He's actually quite good in this, in the fact that he's uh, he's retiring and handing everything over to Morris Chestnut, and he's doing that because he's he's dying. Um, and he's, he's going through all of this kind of, this guilt stuff, but he still can't get away from the fact that he is, uh, at essence, just an arsehole. And so he's got that to contend with. And then what happens is they're they're fleeing from the where they rob the um, the casino with David Oyster. They're fleeing from that, and they end up on a um, a bus. Um, David Oyster's character is basically just a bit nuts, and he's trying to kill everybody and you know kill hostages and everything like that. And Jeffrey D. Morgan is just a good guy who has kind of done something that he shouldn't have done and has got a little bit in over his head to save his daughter and then he's trying to save all the people on the bus and all this lot and it, you kind of get out of what isn't on its essence shouldn't be it should be essentially a pretty dull movie a pretty generic thriller there ends up being actually a really good movie in it that occasionally comes to the fore but then he's kind of brought back down by just that's just stupid. Hmm. So it's a really, it's a really sort of curious movie. It's not a, it's certainly not something that uh, you, you need to watch. But it's it's ninety three minutes long, so you're not going to lose anything. 
and it really does have its moments. Yeah. But then after it's its moment where you go in, God, Jeffy Dean Morgan's gone. Something stupid will happen and you'll go, well, that just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and you don't know whether you should just forgive it for not making sense because De Niro and Jeffrey and Morgan are both very good in it or you should just go that's just, fucking, that's just stupid and when I say stupid I mean stupid <laughs> <laughs> really stupid <laughs> um, so it, it was I, I enjoyed watching it It is an I watched it on a Thursday night and it, it couldn't be more of a Thursday night movie is what I'll say uh, so I watched it with a couple of beers. I love, by the way, I love how you have, you designate movies into what <laughs> day of the week you'd watch them. I've always admired that about you. It, it does. It, I think it, it's the first time I've ever heard a Thursday night film, though. It is. It's, it's an absolute Thursday night movie. Okay. This It sets you up for the weekend of going, that was stupid, but kind of had a little bit of emotional weight behind it because it's got Jeffrey D. Morgan in it. Um, so yeah, that was, that was, Fun and entertaining, I, and I enjoyed it. Uh, but then again, if anybody was going to enjoy that movie, it was going to be me. Uh, and then, do you ever start watching a movie and you get about half an hour into it and go, hang on a minute, why am I watching this? Yeah, sure. What has dragged me to watch this? Well, I, I went to, um, I had to be in work early um, on Friday. Um, so I had to be in work from... Um, just after eight. So I dropped Becky off at work and then went into work. And I got up until 10 o'clock. So I had nothing to do. So I thought, I'll, I'll, I'll stick a movie on. So um, I opened Netflix and I thought, right, the first thing that I end up seeing that I go, I could watch that. I'm going to watch. Because I don't want to spend an hour sat there going, no, 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 no. Right, I'll watch that. And then go, oh, shit, I better open the shop. Because I can still kind of have it on in the background while I'm while I'm working or while I'm pretending to work at the moment. Um, so whatever it was, I knew I could watch pretty much all of at work. And the first movie I scrolled across to go, I could watch that, was The Other Women. Fuck's sake, Mark. Exactly, I know. I, it wasn't until I got about 20 minutes into it, I just went, why am I watching this? Genuinely, why am I watching this? But then I got to the point in it where... I didn't care how it ended because I knew how it ended, but I got past the point, which is like two minutes in, where I thought, I've got to watch all of this now. Why have I done this? And I, I was almost angry with myself, and I was watching going, this is just stupid, but I'm the stupid, I'm the most stupid thing about this because I started to watch it. Now, the other woman is, right, well, it's, don't you mind Nick, uh, Cazares, who did direct The Notebook, which I still maintain The Notebook is a good movie. Um, stars Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann, um, and um, Nicki Minaj is in there. Um, Kate Upton's boobs are in there. Literally, that is the only reason she's in the movie. Don Johnson's in there. And that uh, Nikolai uh, Costa-Waldo from... Uh, Game it, of Thrones. Is he a I thought yeah. he might be. So... Film starts, um, and... Um, can I just say, I'm already really fucking depressed just going into this. I just Ooh. like to say I'm depressed. Yeah, you, you just, 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 just you wait. Okay. Um, so, yes. So, the Game of Thrones, um, 
he starts this relationship with uh, Cameron Diaz's uh, Carly, who's an attorney, and everything's going really nice and everything like that. But shock horror, it turns out he's actually married to Leslie Mann. Um, Leslie Mann then goes to confront Cameron Diaz. Uh, Cameron Diaz comes out and admits that she didn't know he was married, uh, and they form some kind of weird friendship. In this friendship, they go to kind of spy on him to find out what he's doing and find that there's another, another woman. Uh, and that's played by Kate Upton, who they go to and basically say, look, he's, you know, he's he was my, I was his mistress, but I didn't know about it. And he's my husband. And then they, all three of them plot to take him down um, as he just carries on gallivanting around. Um, I'm not joking. Um Kate Upton actually gets referred to at one point by Cameron Diaz as the boobs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it, it seems to be that they went right. How can we get? How, how can we get premium Leslie Mann in, in this movie? I know what we'll do. We'll just take away her ADD medication, and then we'll just film her doing whatever she wants. And that's pretty much what happens. Um, it's worrying when Don Johnson turns up in about three scenes and he's just Don Johnson, so he's pretty cool. What is worrying about this movie is the one who seems like they're most kind of connected with it and most on a level and understands their character and isn't trying to just impress and be the best thing in it is Nicki Minaj, which is really fucking weird. Because uh-huh. she plays a secretary and she just... After it, I went, I thought, that's fucking weird that if I was to pick the best thing that wasn't Don Johnson in that movie, I wouldn't have thought it would have been Nicki Minaj. I wouldn't have also thought that she'd be the most kind of level thing in the movie. Um, it's, there's a scene where Leslie Mann has essentially a panic attack and he's asking Cameron Diaz to open a window. And Cameron Diaz keeps saying, it's not a window. It's not a window that opens. It's a pane of glass at the top of a building. It doesn't open. Right? That joke, I'm not kidding, goes on for about two minutes. Mm. Of her just laying on the side, just scraping her hands against the window going, no, it opens. It must open. Just open it a little bit. Just open it a little bit. That for two minutes. Mm. Yeah, um, it's I I I don't know what went on. I must be having some kind of breakdown. Is all I can say. Could be the only reason for why I went. That looks alright. I, I could watch that. It it it's it's just awful. <laughs> but but I know that everybody listening right now is going. Yes, of course it's of course awful. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I did. I did watch it. And what's worse is, I'm not gonna lie, I might have laughed two or three times. I, it's yeah, just it's 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 a really bad movie, and I don't get it. I don't get why this got made. What I also don't get is why this made two hundred million dollars. Fuck off! It made a, not in the question. It didn't make two hundred million dollars. It made a hundred and ninety-six point seven million dollars. Fuck's sake! Of a forty million budget. And you know what? Part of that, you've got to go, do you know what? That's great that you can have a movie that is led by Cameron Diaz, Leslie Mann and a pair of boobs can make that much money. It it, it, it is great, but it's not it's not a sign of quality. Do you know what? Do you know what? They're getting him back. Do you know what one of the things they do to get him back? Mm. 
you know what they do? What? They give him a laxative. Of course they do. Yeah. They give him a laxative. It's yeah. Surprise, surprise. Don't watch it. <laughs> but I did, so nobody else has to. So yeah, that, that's, that is literally all I watched. That was the two movies on top of The Shallows that I watched. I did actually start watching another two movies, but I couldn't finish them. Not because they were bad, just because I, I wasn't very well and was tired. <laughs> so hopefully I will, I will bring more quality next week, I I'm promise. I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed. I, I, do you know what? So am I. So am I. I will take that disappointment and I, I, will, I will accept it gladly, because you should be. <laughs> you should be disappointed in me. Uh, we've got no fucking questions. Um, um, did you want to? How did the uh, the first week of Premier League predictions? I was just go? about to say I will give you the first results of the uh, the Premier League fixtures. So uh, I'll if you give me two seconds, I shall pull them up and I'll give people the scores that we predicted and the scores that the hat randomly generated for itself, um, just to see if if chance can beat us. Um, so. I'll just pull up the actual uh, results. I have them here. So, um, Ian predicted for Hull Leicester uh, that Leicester would win 1-0. I predicted that Leicester would win 2-0. And the Hats random prediction was 1-1. Uh, and Hull won 2-1. Uh, yeah, then Burnley, Swansea, you had 2-1 to Swansea. I had 2-1 to Burnley. Uh, and the Hat had 2-0 to um, Burnley. Uh, and it was 1-0 to Swansea. Uh, so so you got a point. I get a point, yeah. Okay. A point there. Uh, and then we had Crystal Palace versus West Brom. You had 2-0 to Palace. I had 1-1. And the Hat had 3-1 uh, to Palace. Uh, and that finished 1-0 to Brom. So no one has got any points. Uh, then we had Everton Spurs. You had 3-1 to Spurs. I had 3-1 to Spurs. And the Hat had 4-2 to Spurs. Uh, and it finished one all. Um, then Middlesbrough Stoke. Uh, you had 0-0. Uh, I had 2-1 uh, to Middlesbrough. And the Hat had 2-2. So both you and the Hat got a point each because it was one all between Middlesbrough and Stoke. Uh, then Southampton uh, against Watford, you had 2-1. I had 2-2. Uh, and the Hat had 3-2 to Southampton. That finished 1-1, so I got a point. Uh, then Man City against Sunderland. Uh, you had 3-0 to Man City. Uh, I had 4-1 to Man City. Uh, and the Hat had 2-1 to Sunderland. So the Hat was never going to have a good one here. Uh, it finished 2-1 to, uh, to Man City. So both of us each got a point for predicting that they would win. Nice. Then um, you had... Uh, Bournemouth against Manchester United, you had 2 0 to Man U, and I had 3 1 to Man U, and uh, the Hat had 1 all. Well, of course, it was 3 1, so you got a point, and I got three points on that uh, for predicting that correct. Then Arsenal against Liverpool. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we go, yeah. To Liverpool. I had 2 1 uh, to Liverpool, and the Hat had 3 0 to Liverpool. So we all got a point there because it was insanity at 4 3 to Liverpool in that game. Oh, it's fucking cracking. Yes, it was a it was a, a fantastic game. It was yeah emotional is what I'll say on that one. <laughs> I went through a full gamut of emotions on that one. And then Chelsea against West Brom, um, you had two two. Uh, I had two nil and the Hat had nil nil, so I got a point for that. So the results for week one were uh, you got five points, 
Um, the hat got two points, and I got seven points. Um, spurred on by the fact that I got one correct score. Hmm. So, yeah, so interesting for the, the first week. What I will do after sort of like four or five, what I'll do is I will update the, um, the, the blog post that will give the scores at the bottom, and that's what I'm going to do uh, for who got the right results there. Um, after about sort of five weeks when we've had a few games in it, I will start to put together a table. So each week there'll be a table based on what you thought the scores were going to be each individual week and what I thought and what the hat thought. Uh, so yeah, so there'll be a running thing going on there, so it can be quite cool for that. Uh, we also we uh, entered the Togger, didn't we? Uh, we had our draft last Friday, um, and I I I did terrible in my first week. Yeah, I saw your score this morning actually. Yeah, yeah I, I, do you know what? Shorts really bad. My bench was awesome last week. <laughs> <laughs> my bench had a really good week. And then my fucking team had a terrible one. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to next week uh, when I can sort of alter things around. Uh, but, yeah, that was, it, it's cool, that. It was fun. A, I am a big fan of the fact that Ben from Mondo Movie and Streampunk is 12th and you're 11th. Yeah. And I'm mid-table, baby. Sixth. That'll do. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's fun. It's, it's fun, that. I, I, I will have really it. good, man. I, I was checking a lot. So was I. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, it's cool that I like I like the fact that there's so many parameters. I could see myself getting a little bit fucking beautiful mind about it. Yeah, fucking straight up, mate. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. It's nice to the Premier League back. I do I do enjoy that. It was a good opening weekend for for my team anyway, uh, and for your team as well. So yeah, it, it, it's fun that that's coming back. Um, what are we covering next week, Ian? Um, lights out, we said earlier, didn't we? Yeah, lights out. That's right. Yeah, cool. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm quite, quietly pumped for that. I think I'm going to see it on Friday after work. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm cool with that. I'm going to go see it Sunday after a weekend away. So oh, nice. I was going to go and see it Sunday, but it's on a weird time Sunday. Whereas I, I can literally pick back up from work on Friday and head straight there. So I'm, nice. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, which is the same as what I did with the Shallows on Monday night. I watched. Yeah, last night straight from picking back up from work, which was, which was cool. Um, so yeah, so that's. I don't think there's anything else to add for this, is there? I believe not. No. Yeah. So yeah, uh, a, a a shorter show than usual, but uh, we still think we managed to pack a lot of entertainment into yeah, man, into seventy five minutes for you, um, which is which is a little bit less than the uh, shallows. So yeah, um, so. Dudamonkey.com, um, there's going to be some sort of stuff going up there this week. I've got a few bits to go up there. Um, also, at Dudamonkey um, for Twitter, um, at Ian Loring, at Dudamonkey at gmail.com. Uh, anything else to add, Ian? Uh, no, I'm going to have um, the next part of getting deep into Kurosawa up this week. Uh, oh. I am halfway through uh, Sanshiro Sagata 2 and we'll be finishing it tomorrow. Ah, cool. I Yes, I'm... I'm Looking forward to watching a few more movies this week, to be honest. Mm. Looking forward to a little bit more time and watching a few things. Might be the other way around next week, actually. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through too many this week. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to get through a lot. Nice. Yeah, so cool. So, yeah, so well, thank you very much for listening, people, uh, and we shall speak to you next week. Bye-bye.